Hi guys, welcome back to Harping on the Past. A theater kid podcast where we talk about theater, past, present, and probably the future. Probably. Hopefully, actually. Because <laughs> yeah. who knows what today we're going to talk about. Yeah, I don't know. Jacob knows. Sure, sort of. Well, you said yeah. Yeah, I mean, I kind of said that <laughs> and it was more of like a lie. Um, you lied to me? Because every week it's always like, what are we talking about? And I'm like, Sheridan... Why don't, why don't why don't you just know what we're talking about? I did it last week with me and Tori. You did? Oh my gosh, it was so good too. I listened to the whole thing. Did you like it? I did. It was so much fun. I missed part? you guys. Being on the couch. Honestly, so uh, the beginning is just going to stick out to me the most when you guys were talking about shower thoughts or driving thoughts and you yeah. guys were talking about flying. Honestly, I will always say fly. And I will. Because what is the normal question? Like, would you rather fly no. or be invisible? No. It's if you had a superpower, uh-huh. what would your superpower be? No. No. I feel like people are like, would you rather be me? invisible or fly? Like, I mean, certainly that's a question. Yeah. But that's not the one that I get asked the most. It's mostly oh. if you had any superpower, what would it be? And you, and guys, you guys did slam telekinesis. Yeah. Because that's scary. You want to know what other people are thinking of you? I meant more of like the moving things with my mind oh, portion. Oh, that's badass. Not the not the knowing not the mind reading part because that does sound terrifying. Terrifying, right? Like looking at you and being like, "Oh, everything's great," but then like I can look into your mind and you're like, "She sucks." <laughs> no, that that would stress me out. But being able to move things with your mind sounds really cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. My belly button itches a little bit. Sorry. Thanks. I'm yeah. The people needed to know. I know. We had to be honest. Yeah. Um, also, you guys, deep apologies for our lack of video. Sorry. The last two weeks we had the first week, my fault entirely. I was editing the podcast and it was looking so good. And then I ran out of storage on my phone where I edit the podcast. And the video just got deleted because I was not paying attention. And the main video said goodbye. I tried to get it back. Didn't happen. The video said ta-ta for now. And then the following week, which you guys can hear on the podcast, the camera stopped. Yeah. Um, Because we learned. Because we didn't have Jacob's phone. Because we had to do one without him. Yes. So I said, I'm going to use my big camera. And I didn't know that it shuts off at 12 minutes. And it's it's sad too because like the quality of the big camera is beautiful. It's great. It's so good. Which we would love to keep using. But... Because of, like, the quality and all of that, we can only record up to, like, 12 minutes. Yeah. And I, for one, am not a fan of, okay, let's stop, restart. Because we're a podcast. We like to just keep the conversation flowing. Yeah, we're just going to keep it going. So I'm like, that's not going to work for us. So apologies to our YouTube listeners, because I know we have a few people who would much rather watch the podcast than listen. And I get it. Same. That's why we have the video element. I mean, I like reason. watching podcasts. Yeah. You know? So I've been watching um, Wizards of Waverly Pod with David Eloise and Jennifer Stone. Oh my gosh. Tori said something about it last week. It's so good. It's so much fun. And I was listening to it this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's a fun fact. And I'm like, this is theater related. So David Eloise, who played Jerry Russo, the dad on Wizards of Waverly Place, his parents were actors as well and they were also on broadway for a little bit and david eloise's mom was in once upon a mattress on broadway who did she play queen agravain uh he didn't say who she played but i was like what's that's her name? so cool i don't know her name he, he just said my mom and dad 
So, I think his dad's name is Tom. Tom. That makes sense. Tom DeLuise. Tom DeLuise, or is it a different... Oh, why would it be a different last name, Sheridan? No, that's his dad, so... Yeah, you're right. I don't know if his mom went by DeLuise, or or if this was before they were together, so... I don't know, but I just thought that was an interesting little factoid. That's fun, because we love love, Once Upon a Mattress. We love Once Upon a Mattress, as we talked about. Yeah. In the prank war, and very sad that video didn't go up, but... I know. That was such a fun podcast to record. I had a good time... I did too. Dishing that out. I really think we need to start figuring out the Zoom element. Yeah, because we, we do have, have someone. We have at least a couple people we know who have wanted to do the podcast. Um, There's someone else? Yeah. Lives in Florida. He went to his wedding. Oh, yes. At least he wanted to. I don't know if that he still does. That would be a really fun episode. He has some deep thoughts, some would, fun takes, and yeah. I think that would be a really interesting episode let's do it you know what let's let's make this goal for ourselves like okay. next week or the week after that let's try to get a zoom a zoomy zoom zoom a zoomy zoom zoom podcast because i don't know how to do it i'm let's let's brainstorm it right now what would we have to do so obviously we have our setup we are so new at this we don't so new. we don't have okay so many podcasts have incredible producers and editors Editing and teams, yeah. and all these people who know what they're doing we ain't got none of that. We it's got ourselves. Just, you're looking at it. Like our team behind the scenes, it's us. We figured out everything. We were like, okay, we need a ring light. We need. Yeah. Which I'm so proud of us. I feel like we've done a great job. And it's, I think these mics, great. The mics are great. But I mean, it's, we still have audio issues. Yeah. Like, I was listening to ours today and I was like, I thought I got all of it. Yeah. Because we have to like literally like listen like so closely and then because mm-hmm. the audio will unsync for some reason and then we have to resync it it's it's a process like because like we have two separate devices that record the audio and then mm-hmm. we have a third device when we have a guest come in and it's just it's a lot yeah so but i'm wondering so like if we do zoom obviously we would be zooming right so we'd probably need audio- your computer yeah oh and then like I'd have to record on my phone. Your audio, yeah, probably. Hmm. That's weird. The ring light just turned off. How did that happen? I don't know. Here, click it. Click. Oh, why am I always the, the grabber? I don't know. Oh my goodness. What is happening to What us? is going on? Is this... Oh okay. my god. Are we being haunted? No, don't say that. That'll <gasps> freak me out. Stop. That's good. Okay. I don't know why that happened, but it did. Um. So then... But I'm worried about the audio coming through on here, through the computer. Mm, I know what like you mean. Like when we FaceTimed? Yeah. You know? So like how do you... If you guys know how to work around that, let us know. Well, I mean, I think hopefully the goal is once we have their audio and we sync it and it'll be timed together, it should be. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll do a test run. We can do like a... Before we bring in the guests, I'll be like, let's just practice recording with the microphone and see what happens. We would, you would have to take one home. Yeah. And we could do it that way. Mm-hmm. But do you have a computer you could zoom on? I do. House? I have one. For our test run? Yeah. It, it, it's not pretty, but I have one. Okay. Yeah, I would love that because that would open up so many more opportunities. We could zoom other people, too. Mm-hmm. I could be like... Hey Broadway. Hey Broadway. On the couch. Come chat with us. Yeah. 
That, so. We might run into issues there, though. Imagine we're interviewing someone on Broadway, like from Wicked, and we're like, welcome back to Harping on the Past. And they're like, is that trademarked? No, it's not. <laughs> we looked into it. We're fine. Did we look into it? Yeah, at least I did. Oh, okay. Then we're fine. As far as I know, I think I we're good. I definitely did not look into that. I literally said, perfect name. Let's do it. Yeah. Who cares? Did you come prepared today with a fire? I did. Perfect. I did. Um, which... I could go first. Sure. I guess. Um, and this is going to be a crazy topic because we've kind of talked about it before. Um, but I'm just bringing it up again because I'm kind of petty right now. Should I be nervous? Uh, no. Is it going to make me nervous? Maybe. Oh, no. Okay. So I'm getting fired just because, you know, I'm simply, I'm being ghosted. You're being ghosted? Yeah. By who? By the by the companies or whoever I'm auditioning for. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, I'd much rather get a breakup email than be ghosted. Right. And you know, so I mean, we we. <laughs> I we've, think I understand why you're saying this might make yes. me sad, but I'm fine. We've chosen this life of theater, mm-hmm. um, and with that comes a lot of rejection, and that is totally understandable. I get it. It's gonna happen. You know, I've auditioned for more shows than I've actually booked. Like, that's just the reality. But, so, recently, I saw one of the actors who I auditioned with um, announce that he is being cast in this show. The company, I don't think, has announced their their cast list yet. But that whole thing... The saga that we have talked about on here? Yes, it just continues to continue. It continues. And there's there's so much more to this now. And I'm like, I got to get this off my chest. Because, like, it's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say... I mean, people can probably figure it out if you guys want to dive back into old podcasts. I'm sure we've talked about it before. but I don't think we've ever said the name of the show. For the, for the sake of this podcast, I won't say the company or the the people who are in charge of running this company. Mm. Um, I will. I think that's probably a safe. Yeah. I think I can say what the show is though. Um, if you want. Cause I, I'm just saying, I'm fine with saying what the show is. Okay. So I auditioned for singing in the rain. I did as well. And we both received <laughs> callback emails for this show. Mm-hmm. And then Sheridan received an oopsie email. Oops. You're not actually called back. So that was the first problem mm-hmm. that we had. And we said, strike one. Strike not one. Not doing good. Not very good. Mm-hmm. I went to the callback, did the callback, got dismissed, thought, okay, that's it. We're done. However, before I left, they were like, okay, so we are dismissing some of you guys, but we are going to, um, you know, let you guys know what's going on after. So I did. Eventually, I got another email mm-hmm. saying that we are looking forward to seeing another set of callbacks we'll let you know and then didn't hear anything after that mm-hmm. and then right before thanksgiving got another email saying we are so sorry for the lack of communication we should have something more set in stone after the holidays then i heard nothing radio silence radio silent so i was like well what's going on with that so i don't know and then we went to a different audition and ran into people who i saw at that audition who told me that this company had informed equity actors and everyone else kind of was just shoved to the side. 
and no one had heard anything. Which, like, if you're going to do that, go ahead. But, like, of course. make it known at the beginning that you're just looking for equity. Exactly. Or, like, you know, it, it's not even that, like, it's I didn't get cast in the show. It's how they were like, we're going to communicate with you and let you know what's going on. And that just never and happened. I have a big issue with people saying they're going to do something and then not follow And then they through. don't. In and, all aspects of my life. Yeah. But then, and then I have talked to other people who were involved with this production company and they were like oh this whole thing has kind of been a mess because now they can't get actors in for the show because they're being offered contracts other places and, and so also now people talk and people talk and, and the way that it had all happened was not mm-hmm. great and then i ran into other fellow friends and actors who during one of my tech rehearsals told me that they had a callback for the show and we're going to that callback that same night. And I was like, well, that's crazy. Cause mm-hmm. me and some of my other fellow actors who had auditioned didn't hear anything when we told we were going to. So I think, yeah, that's just, it's really unfortunate that, you know, that th- this could be such a great company and the communication for this whole thing has been awful. Yeah. Terrible. A hundred percent. So that's why I'm not getting cast because it's just the truth. Getting ghosted. And it happens far too often. Way too often. Like just say, hey, it's not you. I also I also have a pet peeve though because I've been to a couple auditions where their audition information just doesn't seem to be enough. Yeah. Where, and then you feel like you're underprepared. Exactly. And, yeah. I'm like, maybe it's a good thing I didn't get cast in this show, but like, I'm also like, trying to like build my resume and get out there more so like i'm gonna still submit to things but so frustrating when like like the instructions are so vague and they'll be like we'll let you know about this but like they don't tell you but then they don't everything and i did email a company and like ask i was like so i'm confused about the instructions because it said submit by this day but then an in-person audition is this day and then there's callbacks this day i was like so do you still show up yeah. To in person. And they were like, no, like we saw your stuff and we're good. We don't need to see you. And I was like, okay, cool. Oh, you know, while we're talking about like theaters that aren't doing a great job and not naming those, can I name some theaters that I think are doing a great job? Of course. Onstage Playhouse mm. is incredible. And the director that works there, I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. And I had the best audition experience for a show there. And I just want to say, He's not listening, but like, thank you. Like, yeah. he, and you got to meet him. I did. He's, he just makes everyone feel so welcome. Yeah. And I think that that is something that a lot of places need to start adopting. Instead of like, we're on this side of the table, you're on that side of the table. Mm-hmm. I think that it needs to, we need to start moving into the direction of like, we're all in this together. Right. And it's an inclusive environment because I literally never felt so safe in an audition room in my life yeah and they're doing great and i also had a really lovely um audition experience um with sdmt yeah down there for xanadu like i didn't get it but man i it was a great bunch of people that they called back um their whole creative team for that um show was wonderful Mm -hmm. and they made you feel really good well that's the thing like they also were so professional but i also felt very safe in that yeah And I just wanted to shout out both of them because they're yeah. doing a great job. And I, I mean, this to me, like the example that I just gave is one of the rare it, yeah. instances. Well, like for me, at least, I feel like I've auditioned for a lot of things 
where um, usually they tell you no on the spot. At least for me when I've auditioned professionally and I've figured out that like, okay, yeah, like I'm dismissed. I'm good. Thank you. We don't need to see anything else from you. And most of the auditions I've had that were professional. I feel like that only happens at a callback. Um, of like the, thanks, you're good. Is that yeah. a callback? But like at an audition, I don't think I've ever been yes, no. I think it, it's always been later. No, I think at, an email. At, uh, at Moonlight. I've never gotten, oh. They always, right. like, you do your thing and then they. They say they're who gets a callback. You're right. Well, this last year they changed it. This last year they were like, we'll send out emails. But in the past, it used to be, go wait in this room. We'll come back with papers. And they literally said the people's name right in front of you. Oh, yeah. And then. And you were like. The rest of us. I'm not getting it. Walk of shamed down that hallway. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this last year they did emails, but. I like an email. I I appreciate an email just so I know what's going on. Anyway. Yeah. Why are you getting fired? Me? Yeah. Um, because maybe I need to be a little bit more careful about my digital footprint, you know? Mm. I, uh, there are some keyboard warriors oh, yes. over on TikTok, and there's a trend going on. I'll, I'll talk about all of it. Like, I really don't care, mm-hmm. truly. Um, there, the Parade cast album just came out, mm-hmm. and uh, my dear friend, Ben Platt. <laughs> yes, because we're best my friends best with Ben Platt. <laughs> No, um, Ben Platt is playing Leo Frank. Yes. And I'll I'll give it to you. Like, give it to them. The show is about the lynching of a Jewish man mm-hmm. who was falsely accused of a crime. Yes. Okay? That's the storyline. And there's, like, a lot that goes into it. I've never seen the show. I've only heard the music. But that's the storyline. I'm aware of it. Mm-hmm. I know, you know. Um, there's a song called This Is Not Over Yet that Ben Platt sings mm-hmm. as Leo Frank in Act 2. I want to say it's an 11 o'clock number. It's like the, the hitter in Act 2, mm-hmm. right? Like he's just found out he's in jail. Right. Um, he has just found out that his wife has been fighting for his rights while he's been in jail. And she's like, they're going to reopen your case. This man thought he was going to die in jail. Mm-hmm. And he finds out his case is getting reopened. So he's like, Oh my gosh, like this isn't over yet. Like, thank God for my wife. This is amazing. From what I've heard, it is a very somber show. Right. But this one song is a very joyous occasion. And it's very like, Holy crap. Like, I can't believe this is happening. This is amazing. I'm so happy. Look at my wife and what an incredible person she is. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you that Jason Robert Brown wrote a bop, for this song, this song is incredible. The beat, amazing. Mm-hmm. The Ben sounds great. And so on TikTok, there has been a trend of people shaking their butakamises to the song. Right. Right? Because it's like, dun 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 Like it's, I can't help it's but It's a dance. very upbeat. It's a good song. Fast moving and song. And so, um, Jacob and I are in a video on TikTok. I might delete it. I don't think I'm going to, though. I don't know. Um, and we shook our Butaka misses, Butaka Mai, mm-hmm. um, to this song. And there's been a lot of people that are like, yes, girl, shake it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, how many seconds would you say it is? Maybe it, it's, 10. It, yeah, it's, it's short. Very short. Um, but there are some people 
up in my comments being like, you don't even know what this show is about. Like, this is so bad that you're shaking your butt to this. Mm -hmm. You're, you know what I mean? And it's like, yes, I understand. But also, this is the one, like, heck yeah song in the show. So I think it's just a lot of people trying to be holier than thou. Right. Which I get. But also, I think sometimes I'm not aware of this. No, yeah. <laughs> see, because, okay. I, I did this TikTok with you, yeah. which I will be the first to say I'm not, as we all know, Jacob is a theater person, but Jacob is not educated in the world of Broadway. Yeah. I know also, nothing. Also, I didn't tag Jacob in it, just yeah. so we're all clear. Like it's... Yes. So, I mean, I I understand things from both perspectives. I would love to know what the cast themselves thinks about the situation. I'm so glad you said that. Mm -hmm. They released a video of them shaking their butts to it. Interesting. Okay. So, and it's funny because in the comments of that, everyone's like, oh, where are the keyboard warriors now? Right. Because it's like, if they can do it, you're in the show. You know, I I mean, I understand because we live in this world of, unfortunately, like, Fortunately and unfortunately, depending on the circumstances, circumstances, you know, we live in a big world of cancel culture and we are, we're trying, I know as people trying to do better and be more conscious and aware of what is appropriate, what we are talking about, what we are posting about. So I do understand that people are concerned for the Jewish community because they have faced so much, um, you, you know, many, many, many struggles and, and many things. And they are, unfortunately, you know, the brunt of the joke in a lot of things and in a lot of media. So I do understand why people are quick to jump to the conclusion that people are being disrespectful and think that the trend is not okay. On the flip side, the song that is being used in the trend is, like you said, this happy, joyful song and it's a very positive moment in the show Mm -hmm. since then i've gone to like dive into it myself and figure it out for myself for a little bit too because i still haven't seen the show but from what i understand in that moment it's a pretty joyful moment and that makes me feel better knowing that the cast is jumping in on this trend too because Mm -hmm. they are they are the ones who are so close and invested into the story and is ben correct me if i'm wrong is ben platt jewish yes yes so okay I, I think that him and Michaela. Yeah, they're they're both Jewish actors, and um, I I love that more than anything that they have actual Jewish people in the roles because I think that is so so important. I do too. Um, for that representation. Um, so I mean, I I would apologize to anyone that I offended or for taking part of that trend, but also at the same time, I I think that some. In my personal opinion, things just might be taken way out of context, or if people are trying to, you know, um, make something out of nothing. But, like, I don't want to say that either, because, like, I don't want to, you know, take away from anyone or make someone feel like that they're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. So, it's just a very iffy topic right now. Yeah. Um, I I think, you know, and of course, respect the story, respect the show um and i i think it's good to have that dialogue and that conversation so i'm more than willing to have discussions and conversation with people mm-hmm. about it because i am not the most educated on the show mm-hmm. but um I, I i think that they were not the most educated on it 
on the situation either. So I feel the same way because there was I like I was looking at comments, I was looking at like on other videos and like trying to educate myself and it's like there's another person who's like it's a joyous part of the show. Right. Because these people are attacking the people who are doing it and they're like, How dare you? You don't even know what the show's about. Why didn't you ask if I know what the show's about? Like yes. why are you just assuming I mean I am not Jewish, but like um like these people are just assuming that it's people who aren't Jewish because there's been people that are that are doing right, it. That are doing the They're trend. just assuming the worst in these people, and I'm like, you guys, this is a TikTok. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. But, um, and also like it's just, it, it's also theater. Like it, it's meant to mm-hmm. be like this. You know, people want to always say that theater is this wholesome, welcoming community, Mm-mm. and I'm like, I feel like this is just like an example of like people really making it the opposite of that and it, and that's unfortunate mm-hmm. um so i don't know it's a very tricky thing i'm glad we brought it up though but yeah you know i i i think you know honestly i'm like i'm more in the in the quiet about it at this point i i think that it's a joyful song and i don't i personally did not see anything wrong with the particular trend Neither did I. um i might take the video down though we'll yeah see. and like i'm glad that the cast themselves don't see anything wrong with the trend because if they found it very offensive then i would immediately probably feel more inclined to be like maybe not don't the do the trend yeah right. like, don't do the trend but the fact that even they are like well yeah you know yeah it's the girls Literally, I'm pretty sure the people who are shaking their booty, booties do it. Um, one of them is the girl that dies in the show, mm. and she's shaking her booty during during the show. And I'm like, "Come on, people!" It's yeah, it's it's a tricky thing. So yeah, I, I what I like to say is, um, especially on the internet, um, and I'm all for educating, but like also don't, um. Let's also just not jump to conclusions on things, mm-hmm. you know? Um, really just think before you type and post for anything. This goes for both sides of mm-hmm. the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's just, you know, don't be afraid to, like, have a good conversation. Um, and let's not just go straight to attacking right. people. Because, like, some people, like, did post and, like, I did read comments and had no idea, like, what the show was about. They just know the song from the mm-hmm. trend. Or they just know Ben. Or, or they, they just know Ben Platt or mm-hmm. things like that. So, you know, like, it, we don't need to be so so negative about it. Like, the trend was not, in my opinion, not created to cause harm. Right. So, but anyway. Whew. Crazy. Crazy stuff. What a day. What a day. Jake, what are we talking about? You know, I thought long and hard about yeah, this. My phone First is of all, up. Um, it's been a couple weeks since we've been back together on the couch because um, I missed last week. And then the video, people didn't see us. I, I forgot to talk about, um, I wanted to talk about Oscars with you because like that did happen. But like oh, yeah. that's kind of like old news now. Like it's not really relevance i'm like what else is going on like what what else in our world is so so crazy and big right now and like mrs doubtfire's going on tour mrs doubtfire's going on tour (laughs) into the woods coming no let's talk about oh my gosh um equity actors Mm -hmm. might be going on strike interesting i didn't know know about this okay let's talk about it um because we're talking about serious things this week i love um 
there is, I want to say it's, it's equity and the Broadway league. Mm -hmm. The Broadway league does not want to up the per diem for people on tour. Um, so when you're on tour, um, with a Broadway show, um, you get your stipend. So you get your paycheck and you also get, um, what's called a per diem, which is for, um, your hotel, for meals, for stuff like that on the road. Oh, that's so cool. I've always wondered about that for, for tour. I was like, so do they like all just get housed up together somewhere? Yeah, so or... most, okay. most of the time they are all given a hotel room or, um, I've heard, I think it was the Mean Girls tour or the Hamilton tour. You can take your per diem that you would have been paid, um, for the hotel and you guys can like band together and get an Airbnb in that town or something. Okay. Um, what the issue is right now is that it's not enough for like a livable, it's like a not a livable wage. Right. Um, so there are times when people come home from their show, go to their hotel room and there's no kitchen in their hotel room. So how are they supposed mm. to eat? You have to go down to another floor to eat. You have to do this. You have to do that. And they're also saying there is not enough coverage backstage for the stage management team or mm-hmm. for the swing team if someone's in the principal cast is not able to perform there's not enough coverage like swing standbys understudies and i'm sure too now things are even harder because theaters take covid very very seriously yeah and so i'm like i feel like even now like not having swings or understudies is not an option like you need to have someone exactly who can go on so and um the video I saw was Gavin Creel standing up and fighting for it. Mm-hmm. And oh, I love Gavin Creel. Just more reason to love him. Talented um, man. He was also, I think he also said something about swings and understudies are always um, rehearsing. Mm-hmm. And they're not getting paid enough for all the rehearsal that they're doing. And so they might go on strike. See, and that's always something I have wondered in the theater community, because, like, I love, love me some theater. Um, but, like, like I said, I don't know a lot about the, the inner workings of Broadway, because I've never worked that That's level. That's why he has me. In case you're wondering, I've never done a Broadway show. I know. Everyone was wondering it. They so, know that you're talented enough to be there. So, but, like, I it's am... It's a shock to us all that you haven't. I'm here to tell the people I have, in fact, not done Broadway. When's the Broadway debut? You know... Jacob James. Who knows? Who knows? Um... <laughs> But so, like, that is something I've always wondered. I'm like, so wait a minute. You have these people in in this show who are the leads. Like, they got cast as the lead. Mm-hmm. And like that's the only role that they know, right? Essentially, for the most part. Uh, Yeah. If you're in, yeah. So, if well, you. Okay. If you are a principal. If you're a principal. If you're yeah. a lead. You got cast in this role. Congratulations. It's yours. You have eight shows a week on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yes. But if, if something in... goes wrong. Yep. And they can't do it, or if like they're sick, or they said, "Hey, I'm I'm going to visit Aunt Gladys this weekend, so I'm not going on." Mm-hmm. These people who are understudies and swings, mm-hmm. I'm like, so wait a minute, you're telling me that these people who aren't in the show but have memorized not just one part, but sometimes like up to four or five roles in a show. There are some swings that know eight tracks. Eight tracks. When and- I did Ferryman, our male swing covered me um another ira member um the two carney boys 
and the three Corcoran boys. So he was covering seven roles. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's insane. It is insane. I was about to say something else, and I forgot what it was. Um, swings, undershadies, standbys. Keep going. I forgot what I was going to say. So I'm like, so wait a minute. I was I... like, do these people, well, please tell me that they get paid mm-hmm. the same amount. Or honestly, I feel like they should be paid more because. I think they do get paid more. Of all the stuff they have to do. Like, that's a lot of time to memorize, like, seven roles. I remember what I was going to say. So there are some swings that cover up to eight tracks. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there are shows where they have to do what's called a split track. Do you know what that is? I'm assuming where they're playing multiple characters. Yeah, where they're covering the two show. or three people in the same show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, well, I didn't do that in an actual performance, but when I was rehearsing and we had several actors out with COVID, I did. I split one of the characters. I was doing both parts. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing that one character's line and my lines. Um, cause to do the show, like I was able to flow well enough, so I was like. Mm. Yeah. Whatever happens at the end, we'll get to that. Right. Eventually, but it's yeah, crazy. Okay. That that's wild. So I yeah. mean, but good for them for standing up for themselves mm-hmm. because honestly, with how things are going in this world, like it's so expensive now, and like it, you can't live anywhere. Like there's a reason why so many of us p- people our age are still living at home mm-hmm. because at least here in Southern California, like rent is. For a two-bedroom, two-bath, starting, if you can find something good, like over 2000 like over two grand, mm-hmm. 2500 something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy. I'm like, so like everything else is getting more expensive. And like, I think minimum wage is moving up, but not enough to make it where like you can live comfortably. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. But good for yeah. these actors standing up for themselves. And Gavin made a video so did stephanie j block um but gavin's the one that i saw today was uh he was like i want to hear your stories if you have been on tour if you have felt you know that you didn't have a voice email me and i will read your story without like saying who you are Mm -hmm. because he wants to give a voice to the people who don't feel like they have one and i just think such a beacon in the theater world honestly like he's a gem he is such a professional and he also made it very clear that they um while they were the ones talking about it they were not talking about their producers or their team because they have been doing a really good job to keep their actors safe and to um they've been really listening yeah to what they have to say i don't know if it's the same on all the tours but yeah we've just been hearing a lot from into the woods and like i'm not an equity actor Um, neither am i but when I was last minute asked, because I was not originally considered a swing or an understudy for another character mm-hmm. in the show, when the topic came up for our backup plan, um, and I said yes, then they told me, they were like, okay, so make sure that at some point you you can clock in extra at home for a few hours, because now you have to learn another part. And that was very cool of them. That's To awesome. give me extra hours to work on a character. Um because they could have just been like, yeah, just when you're not on stage, learn the role. But they were like, no, like, you come to rehearsal, do what you do. But, like, also, if you get to rehearsal an hour early, instead of just hanging around, clock in. And you can take that time for you to learn 
your other character. So wow. it, it's very cool to know like that there are, you know, that in some capacities that that's being taken care of. But I'm mm. glad that people are speaking up and, you know, making it better. Because, I mean, the goal is, I, at least for me, I would love to be equity one day. One day down the line. We'll, well right now, it used to be you had to get enough points. Right. Now you can just pay. Ooh. And you can get your equity card. I, I much rather would. Because here's the thing, too, for new actors. Because depending on where you're at, we're more San Diego-based. Because some shows are only non, non-union, non-equity. So I would like to still not to be non-equity to, like, build more experience before, like, changing that. Because, like, it's hard once you're an equity actor. Like, you do limit yourself in other ways. So mm-hmm. there's pros and pun- cons. Patty LuPone just gave up her equity card a couple months ago. Good for Patty LuPone. She doesn't need one. She's Patty LuPone. I know. She's fine. Yeah, but she gave it up because she was tired of equity. Love she that. was tired of the rules. She was tired of how they were treating her. She's Patty LuPone. And it's supposed to be there to freaking help to you support out. You. Yeah. And it's just it hasn't been that way in the so. What did we get ourselves into? Is it too late? Can we go back? Let's go to law school. I would love to be a lawyer. You know, uh, there's a girl who's going to be a bridesmaid in the uh, wedding that I'm in this summer. Mm-hmm. She is in law school. I love that. And she's about to take her tests. The The bar? Is she going to take the bar? Yeah, I think oh so. Oh my God, the big one. Dude, she's so smart. Everything I know about law and becoming a lawyer is all thanks to the Fosters in good trouble. Are you serious? Oh my God, <laughs> All yeah. I know is from Legally Blonde. <laughs> all of that stuff, like I could never do it. So yeah. much respect to our lawyers and educated people out there who have done the thing. It is tough. And she told us on the bachelorette trip, she goes, guys, I fought a ticket. And we were like, what? And she goes, oh, yeah. I turned on my lawyer hat and I fought a ticket. Of course. And she won. All in writing. I love that. And I was like, yeah, girl. Incredible. Yeah, she's great. Ugh, lawyers. Yeah, couldn't be me. See, that's I love to argue. Yeah. But I'm not smart enough to I'm, argue with a judge. The thing I'm most terrified of is, you know, because like once you're a lawyer, sometimes you're going to get the cases or defend the people that you don't want to defend. Well, you can take it or you don't have to. You don't have to. But I mean, also, like, you need to get. And they had the money. You need money. Like, you spent all that money on school. Like, you got. Jacob, yeah. have you ever been in jury duty? I have not been in jury duty. I have not. I have. It's terrifying. I, um,. The first time I was summoned and actually was summoned, I went to the, what is it? The courthouse? What Mm -hmm. is it? The courthouse. I went to the courthouse. The justice center. The justice center. And that was the first day of our spring semester of classes. So So I couldn't go. I went there and was like, hey, because like, I know they dismissed some people. I was like, this is my first day of class. Um, And if I'm not there, because they get dropped. They'll drop you. Like there are people wait on wait lists For waiting sure. to get into this class. So they were like, "Oh, okay, yeah." So they're like, "We'll postpone you." Look at that top thing. Oh, perfect. Perfect. We'll um, talk we won't talk about that on here. I just wanted. To um, but so I, I talked to the people there. We'll postpone you. You'll come back in another day and you'll do your jury jury duty. So that's what I did. And then the second one finally came, and I never got summoned and i missed one too one time well i've been summoned you have i've been summoned a couple times um, <laughs> you, you just you've told me the story and blows my mind well the first couple times i uh 
I was placed on standby. So it was like of course. Call, call every day. You get your. You get you get your little envelope thingy. They're like, here's your thing. Call to figure out if yeah. you're going to yeah, actually but like, go. But if you're on standby, you literally just call every day and you, to you save don't have yourself. to go again for two years. Yeah. Great. So weird. Okay, what were we talking about? We were just played with technical things. Yeah. We were talking about court. Jury duty. Jury duty, yes. Okay, so I um, I was used to... Just having to call, mm-hmm. you know, having to call every week, every week, every day. Every week. Um, yeah. And then I got actually summoned. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to go. I work in the school district. I get paid to go. And let's be real. I love juicy hot gossip. I love small town juicy hot gossip. And what's more juicy hot gossip than going to court? Okay. So I go. It's a lot of waiting around. A lot of people late. A lot of all that. And then they were like, oh, if you can't come this day, this day, this day, just tell us and we'll let you go. Mm -hmm. They give you so many outs, Jacob. So many outs. And I was like, I want to know what the heck this case is. So remind me, because, yeah, you wanted to know what the case was, mm-hmm. but you had your out. And for some reason, you didn't take it. And then you ended up going, but then you <laughs> ended up leaving. Because, listen, this is what happened. They <laughs> they gave us an out. I could have had the out, but I wanted to read the paper. Okay. <laughs> so they gave me the paper and I wanted to know what the case was. <laughs> And then uh-huh. they were like, come back tomorrow. And I was like, all right. So I did. Right? Right. Wasn't it the next day? It was something like that. I don't remember. It but... was the next day. And we had to go into the courtroom. When I tell you I've never had so much anxiety in my entire life, I was terrified. And I was like, I need to tell the judge I have anxiety. I can't do this. I didn't know what the questions were going to be. This is before they even chose a jury. And I was like... I'm going to pass out. Like, I've never been so scared in my entire life. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the case that was scary. I think I was just scared of actually getting chosen. So, wait, I, I thought you had something else going. Was it just you didn't want to miss work or oh, something? Oh, yeah, I didn't want to miss work. Okay, because I was like, I thought there was a reason no, as to why. No, there was a reason. You didn't, like, you were like, if, if I go, then I can't do this or oh, something. Oh, I think I had a therapy appointment. Oh. Uh. And then I had to talk to the judge, you guys. I literally had to talk to him. I would have never let it have gone that far. You know, I don't know why I did. It was terrifying. I sat there. It was just me, the judge, the bailiff, and the two lawyers. And I was like, oh, my God. And I had to go into the jury box. He was like, yes, Miss Laro. And I was like, "Um, I have a therapy appointment that I can't move. And I also just have really bad anxiety. And he goes, lawyers, I'm sorry. Um, I would have let her go on hardship uh, before this. Do you guys have an issue? And they were like, no, no. And I was like, thank you. He's like, you're dismissed. And I was like, <laughs> I like ran out of there. I I was so wow. scared. It's been, see, now I'm getting paranoid. I'm like, I should probably check the mail. Because I did miss a jury summons once. And I was actually summoned. Like, 
not even standby. They're like, you missed it. Now you gotta, we're gonna postpone you again. And the same thing happened. <laughs> that trial ended up getting canceled or something. And so I didn't have to go. So I've never been. Do you want to know how they found me? How? I was trying to get like, a don't... new license. Oh. I was and like... they told us while we were there. They said, yeah, if you ever want to know how we find you, we go on the DMV website. And that's how we get people. See, I never, I don't think I'd ever gotten a jury duty summons until I had registered to vote. Mm, and then well, yeah, that I, also too. But then I got when you've been going for a while. Mm. Anyway. What so else were we going to talk about? Before Sheridan had interrupted me yet again earlier because you wanted to talk about equity actors because i i was gonna jump into something and then you're like we should talk about this and i was like that works too sorry no it's okay that was a great topic i loved it um sheridan i have a question for you Mm -hmm. um because this has been i was like what what can we talk about what's going on in the world and something i am such a huge fan of is coming back to the light and i am talking about the Hunger Games. Oh my god. And I yeah. first of all, I love the Hunger Games. I remember so when they first when the movies came out, mm-hmm. it was 2012. Mm-hmm. We were in a production of Thoroughly Modern Millie. Mm-hmm. And everyone and their mama was reading these books. Not me. Oh, I wanted to read them. I remember like seeing everyone was like reading them in rehearsal. The new movie was coming out, and one of the cast members after our show was like, oh, I'm going to the movies right now to go see the movie. And I was so jealous because like, I, I knew nothing about it, but I wanted to be a part of the hype train. Um, and then I finally was. I read the books and was a big, big fan. Saw all the movies, went to all the Thursday night shows. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited because there's a new movie coming out in November, which is a prequel. And I read that book. The book came out in 2020. What's it called? It's called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. You know who's in it? Yes, I do. Rachel Zegler. Rachel Zegler. Uh, Hunter Schaefer is in it, um, playing Tigress. And honestly, I know there's more big names in there that I don't know off the top of my head right now. <laughs> but I'm very excited. Um, Sheridan, the reason why I bring this up, though, is because I need to know. Mm. I heard there were rumors about drama kids who used to play a version of the of the Hunger Games, and several things Jacob, ran through my this head. This is dirty, Jacob. <laughs> this is mean because <laughs> you know damn well what the answer is right now, and you know damn well I was a part of it, and you're trying to out me and make me look stupid. I, I, I'm so fascinated because first of all, I am jealous because that sounds incredible that and then what also makes me think about this is because at the time I was still in middle school so I'm like the fact that there were these high school seniors playing somewhere playing Hunger Games I want to know all the things what was this about I I want to know I've never felt so called out in my life uh, also, for the for the people watching uh, and listening, I am wearing my, my Mockingjay pendant because I knew I wanted to talk about some Hunger Games I'm things. Red. Look at me, I'm red. <laughs> so, wait. Um, so, this is true because I, I don't know the full story. I've only heard, like, whisperings of um, things like, oh, yeah, we're playing Hunger Games <laughs> this weekend. Yes, Your Honor. 
I was a part of that group. <laughs> and let it be known. <laughs> I think we only played it once. Only one time? I feel like, okay, I thought there were more times, but maybe that one time was just infinite. Maybe I wasn't invited to the other times. So wait so, a minute. How did this work? We had a friend. <laughs> And he was like, we should play it for real. I was like, now what in the Sam heck does that mean? I'm not trying to die. Um, he was like, no, no. There was a, this is so embarrassing. There was like a dirt area with like mountains of dirt. There was like a creek. There were trees. Sticks. Do you know where this is? Mm, yes oh my gosh i want to see this infamous hunger games arena okay um and we all started in a circle of course we made alliances we ran around we hid in trees did you guys have weapons yeah <laughs> wait i think wait i'm pretty sure we had sticks, sticks. i'm pretty sure the way that you died was if someone hit you with like a pool noodle I think that's what, what? we What? I think. I could be wrong. I know there's someone that listens to this that has got to have more answers. I need. Because she was there also. I need all the tea on oh this. Because, I mean, you know, like, someone who, like, at my age, I was either eighth grade or freshman. And so it's like, I'm like, okay, like, clearly. Should I see if she can answer the phone right now? I, and I don't know. Knows, oh, that's so funny. Oh, I, I think what really just blew my mind more than anything was like this friend who I know who was coordinating coordinating this. Um, you know who? It at is? least I think I know who it is. Um, who was like we should play Hunger Games was definitely a high school senior or junior at the time. So like junior, yeah. That's crazy. I'm like you just you devised your own Hunger Games. I think he had played it before. That's interesting. With like cousins or something or other friends. Because I mean, I've had, I've taken my my share of of the fake battles. I've had nerf nerf fights, airsoft wars. Yeah. It, I'm pretty sure I have a picture of it on my Instagram. Let oh me see if there were my goodness! This is insane. So, the the point of the story is, I I can we like recreate this we no. should find some no. like theater people no and make our <laughs> make a new version Jacob, I of your hunger will not games be there. <laughs> why not it, my invitation will be lost in the mail i will not why Jacob, i've never been so embarrassed in my life <laughs> it sounds so fun it was fun see hold on what if i provided because i have an arena where i know my great grandma property is huge that's private property okay. we could go there like we don't have to worry about the public seeing us okay like I, I would love to get like a couple of vans of of people and just play the hunger games yeah i don't know how you would track oh. if someone died though but there it is you do have a picture <gasps> there it is do you see the pool noodle on the ground yeah so that's how okay wow Wow, I won't zoom show... in on who you think was the organizer. Oh, yeah, yep, right there. Uh huh. 
Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm seeing a lot of... This is all drama we, kids. There we were some told people... that we had to wear t-shirt jeans and closed-toed shoes. I'm sorry. Someone is definitely bre- breaking the rule. Who? Because someone is wearing a tank top and shorts. Oh, yeah. that's That was a last-minute addition. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you guys played the Hunger Games. Who won? I don't know. I just remember hiding in a tree, Jacob. I think I lost pretty early on. So you, you died. Yeah. We def just played Hunger Games in the forest. <laughs> oh, my God. We had so much fun. This is so... <laughs> oh, my gosh. And their cousin said, I still have a scar from when we played it. So I told you. So... <laughs> we played with their cousins. At least for one person, they had played multiple times of the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. That's great. So, like, because Hunger Games, y- y'all volunteered because that's yeah. that's a big part of the movie. I volunteer as tribute. You guys literally said, yep, here I go. Yes, we did. That's. <laughs> oh, no. That's amazing. I can't believe you like why are you so embarrassed i think part, that's great that is simply a part of my life that i forgot about that you chose to like seal off i, I was, fully forgot that i participated i was wondering too because like i was like i know i'm gonna bring up hunger games like i wonder because like I, I was wondering where you're going with it and i was like okay yeah i was like i i know that people played it but i didn't know for sure if you were <laughs> one of them or if like you had just gone to watch so i was in it <laughs> I was waiting for that confirmation. Yeah, I played it. Congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not proud of what I did. Oh, th- you know, that'd be interesting Like if they made a Hunger Games stage show. I don't think that's possible. But it'd be kind of cool. Jacob, I wouldn't be in the audience. Why? Jacob, a Hunger Games musical... I'm gonna kill not you. Not a musical. Are you kidding Imagine. me? I would not want to see a musical. But like, you know how Harry Potter, like, they made a stage show of that. Like, it is an original story. But like, that'd be interesting to see like a play in the world of the Hunger Games. I don't think they could have a bow. I don't know how they would shoot someone on stage. But like, yeah. Well, well, it's also theater is evolving right now, and. Life true. of Pi is on Broadway right now. See? I, and that lighting is insane. So I think, honestly, I feel like Hunger Games could be something that is something so like big and like Broadway. What was that? <laughs> I had a chill and then my ear went all funny. You went, ha <laughs> <laughs> I'm so our sorry. Poor, our poor viewers, also our, our poor listeners are probably like, they're just never gonna have a, a clean episode. We've had clean episodes. Yeah. In terms of we just like don't know what's going on tech right and, and things like that. But thank you so much for confirming that story. Anything else you want com- confirmation on? I probably have it. Uh, I listen. I personally I don't think it's all that embarrassing. I'd be proud. I mean, I can no. see why. But I'd be like, hell yeah. I went out to the forest. With some close drama friends of mine, and stood in a circle, we and we went tried to kill right each other. After school, so backpacks and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Behind some houses, I, I would have given anything, anything to watch these these games go down. I, 
honestly too like everyone you showed me in the picture like i was trying to think i'm like who'd be the most ruthless and like i saw one person like you're definitely throwing knives at people like i can just see it like in your eyes um there was a i think if it's the right person i'm thinking of a blonde girl yeah i was like you're definitely like a district two crazy girly or district one you know yeah did you guys have like do you know the hunger games that well Kinda. Did you guys have the the career pack? Like, the careers were the people from the first two districts, and in the books, District Four, that were like the strong tributes and like had alliances with each other. And then I usually mean, we definitely made were... alliances. Also, I so... think we were all our own district, though. Oh, okay, so how many people in total did you have play? All that was pictured. I don't I know how many that was. So eight. Because Hunger Games, it's. 24 tributes at least one two three four five six seven and then eight the person taking the picture oh they didn't want to be in the picture well there's shadows in it oh whatever so yeah eight tributes oh my gosh i love that for you guys though that's incredible i simply can't believe sorry i i just i needed to know yeah do you have any other juicy hot gossip that you need to confirm or deny Let's put it all on the table. I don't think I have any other juicy hot gossip. That's that's honestly the biggest thing I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about Hunger Games because Hunger Games is incredible. It's a great book. It's a good series. You know, I just recently watched the first one again. I did too. With someone, but hmm. not no more. Um, yeah, and I forgot how good that movie is. I think I also fell asleep during it because it was a night I was very tired. But I had... This was actually the night you and Tori were doing the podcast with me. I was watching Hunger Games, and I made my own charcuterie board. Charcuterie board? Very proud of it. It was delicious. Delicious. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I did when you guys were recording. Wow. I was watching Hunger Games. Incredible. 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 And now I'm debating if I want to read them again, because last time I read them was 2020, and they're good books. I tried to read one and I couldn't get past a chapter. Yeah, but you're a reader now. Mm, I read romance. You do read romance. Sheridan loves a good romance book. God. Give me all the romance. I'm a hopeless romantic. You're a, give me all the kisses. Give me all the attention. Give me all the... Oh, you're a all queen the, I miss Hoover, you. Girly. I love you. Oh, give me all that in real life, too. Oh, so good. I love it. I've only... Uh, I don't think I've really read romance novels. I read... One Colleen Hoover book, but I would classify that particular yeah, that one not, as yeah. more of like a thriller. It was definitely there was romance and a lot of a lot of a lot of scenes. double eye emojis. You know, a lot of like and winky emojis. A lot of that, as the kids on TikTok say that the gluck gluck and ah <gasps> Jacob. What Jacob? It's the truth. Oh and so many people were reading it over my shoulder when I was in rehearsals like, for Fairyman. And, and people were like, what are you reading? And I'm like, oh my god, I swear I didn't know what, it, which is true, I didn't know what the contents of the book were going to be. But yeah, there was a lot of what the Sims call the woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that in, That's a lot in of that. Coho's books. You know? There's nothing wrong with that. I need to read the rest of the one that I'm reading. About halfway through it. I've read the Twilight books. Romance. Is there a lot of woo-hoo? No. 
Mm. Not until the last book, and we all know how that goes. I just love reading about that stuff. I should stop. Sorry. <laughs> I just love, love, you know? I do. I'm just being honest. It's fascinating. It is. It's interesting. It, it's, I can talk about that for days. It's really interesting, Sharon, too, though. Sharon, you're getting fired because of your digital footprint. Be quiet. Shut up. Shut up. Anything God. else? I, you know, I think that's... I think we've, we've talked a good amount today. I think so, too. Um, it's hard at? to tell because, like, an on hour? the video on here... Yeah, we're at, we're at about an hour now. I simply cannot believe that this turned off. I know. Who knows what's going to happen? We'll edit it and see, see what goes down. But, um... Yeah. Well. Sheridan, I love you so much. I love you so much. I have to burp. We should do this podcast again, you know? You know, I'd love to. That'd be great. 20 episodes, you guys. Can you believe that? 20 episodes. And we've both only done 19, 19 of them. Whoa. Insane. We should we should have just a guest pod. Guest pod. Just without us. give the mics to other people to be mm-hmm. like... We already know who they'd be. I feel like it would be Tori and Ali Flores. Yeah. Our two most recurring guests would yeah. handle the podcast. I would love that. But also, I want, I need more non-theater people to be on this podcast, too. Uh-huh. Because I love talking theater things, and they're just like, mm-hmm. They're like, I didn't know. Great. So. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening to harping on the podcast a theater kid passed that was good thank you you're so welcome thank you thank you for your time thank you for your prayers <laughs> in this tumultuous time in you these... guys send me all all, all your love send me all away please send mm-hmm. Sheridan all the love no literally though like you know send you me know. kind words I need to I need a ego boost <laughs> it's been it's been a week it's been a week which Almost we didn't get tomorrow. into oh yeah we didn't get into that. But that's okay. No, it, we don't need to. No, yeah. We didn't get into it last time. We don't need to get into it this time. That's right. That's if right. If you know, now you know. If you know, now you know. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll see you all Adios, some of the time. Amigos. Happy if Easter. You guys, happy Easter if you guys celebrate if Easster. Um, if you celebrate. Not, happy Bunny Day. That sounds very inappropriate. Um, happy Easter. Stop it. Speaking of which, I have your Easter basket ready. Woohoo. I'm so excited. It's already ready. For the most part. Wow. Yeah. That's nice. Of course. All right, guys. Have a good one. Love you. Goodbye. Bye.